celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims with your pet travel questions. And just walking in the studio right now is Vladi. Come on over, Vladi. Hey, well, guys, I, I'm already trained. Yeah, I'm tra- trained here. You know, my Mika a little bit out of control. Mika, you're supposed to be good. What's wrong with Mika with. today? Yeah, uh, she's acting out. She, she's acting out. I think she didn't have a good lunch today. I mean, I didn't give her Stella and Chews uh, as normal I do. That's uh, the problem. That explains yeah, it. Stand that there. Hey, Stacy, how are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. What do you got coming up in news? Well, there's a guy in Illinois who thinks he's got the pulse of the dating market covered. He's got a pet alligator who he says is a chick magnet. Well, I should say he used to have a pet alligator. I'll tell you all about that coming up. A pet alligator. That's a real chick magnet. Uh, I don't know about that one. That's all coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. one 405 Let's hit the phones. Let's see. We're heading to which one? Number one, Cheryl? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hello. Hey, Cheryl. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? Good. I have Dr. Debbie here. What's going on? Hi. I have a toy poodle. She's eight years old. And when she gets really excited, she starts, like, coughing or whatever, choking, kind of a <laughs> kind of sound. And okay. lately, she's been doing it more and more. Like, when she gets excited, um, she'll just keep coughing and choking. And I don't know if something's wrong or as they get older, they continue to do that. And sometimes mm-hmm. even at night, it's almost like she's snoring or something. She's like, mm-hmm. <coughs> while she's sleeping. Is something wrong or is that normal for toy poodles? Well, it kind of depends. There's um, there's a little distinction in the sound that we're going to have to see if we can make. And it's going to be a little challenging on radio because, you know, you can't see me and I can't see you. Um, now, this sound that she's doing, it, does it sound like she's about to cough up a hairball? <laughs> Like we're trying to cough something up, or if we have more like what we call the reverse sneezing sound, which is really cool. It freaks a lot of people out, and I get many an emergency call about it. It's kind of more of a, a vibrational sound. It looks like an asthma attack, kind of like a... Yes, like a creepy cough almost. Ow, that The second thing I mentioned is not really a cough so much as it sounds like they're trying to blow something in through their nostrils. or uh, So it's not really a cough. Cough is on the exhale. This other sound, reverse sneezing, is on the inhale. So it kind of looks like they're really stiff, sticking their neck out in their vibration, vi- uh, vibrational. Um, so it's not really a cough. After a reverse sneeze, there's not really a gag or any kind of retching. It just kind of happens, and then it passes after a few minutes. So I guess I'm still not clear which situation your baby might be in. She does that retching thing afterwards. She does. Okay. So I'm going to call your situation more of a kind of a cough with kind of a gag or a retch. So in that situation, in a toy breed dog, it it isn't unusual, but I'm not going to call it normal. Um, The difference is because um, there are some small breed dogs that have problems with their trachea where they have kind of a weak spot in their trachea and it collapses and it can easily lead to a coughing bout in these guys. Um, So that is a possibility. Now, the other things that we look at, bronchitis, heart disease, are are also very common in poodles. So um, my best recommendation and the best way that I can help figure that out is to get an x-ray. 
x-ray um, to see if we've got concerns with heart size or with this collapsing trachea, which many times we'll see it on an x-ray and it just looks like a straw flattened out. When they're sucking in air, it just collapses and they really can't get a good breath of air uh, and that causes a, a coughing response as well as other things with time. So that would be my first recommendation. Um, definitely before I would recommend um, you know, any kind of medications. Um, although the other thing we'll talk about is weight. And if we have any problem with excessive weight, respiratory problems in general can benefit greatly if we get slimmed down into, into a good, healthy weight. Okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll make an appointment and get her in for a chest x-ray then. Sounds All good. Right. Well, best wishes with you, Cheryl, and, and give your good baby a little pat on the head for us. one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And happy Memorial Day weekend as we... Uh I always think it's the end of summer. No, this is the kickoff. This oh, is the kickoff of summer. Yes. I, you know, coming from hopefully from the east, Memorial Day was like, hurrah, summer's here. <laughs> so what are you doing? Are you going to be barbecuing tomorrow? I, you know what? Living in this state, you barbecue all the time. So That's right. Fun. Every you weekend. Do. I bet you do. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, Dr. Becker joining us today from Lady Gaga's tour bus. She's not with him, though. No, no. He's just on the bus. It, well, it, it, it was, let me just say, previously. it was previously yes. Lady Gaga's tour bus, and uh, we'll find out more. I, I've instructed him to go through the drawers and look for any evidence of Lady Gaga. <laughs> any remnants, anything left behind? On the bus there. And she traveled with her pets, of course. And of course. so it's very hairy bus. They uh, And I believe that uh, Marty's traveling with his pets. He's on and, tour, and, at Marty. Yes, yep. he is. You should see the size of this bus. It's unbelievable. It's bigger than my house. It pulls up to the uh, studio, and it it, it, shadow, it overshadows the studio. It's unbelievable. But he'll be back on the show today in just a few minutes. Uh, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani with, uh, what are you working on today? What kind of tip are we going to hear from you? Building building adult coat. Let's just say that much. Building an adult coat. Hmm. That's right. Taking a puppy and giving, and giving that puppy or that young dog that adult coat that you've always wanted. What is that, like a bar mitzvah or something? I mean, I don't understand. Don't no, they you normally... See, you, you see, so, you know, because it doesn't really bother you, but a lot of people who get puppies, what happens is their adult coat don't come in quick enough or really good enough. So sometimes you got to help it along a little bit. So I'm going to explain how to help it along so you get that great, you know, fabulous, luxurious coat. That's all on the way. Stacy Cohen working on nose. What's going on? Yep, we've got, uh, which city do you think is number one on dog attack of mail carriers? The list is out, and you'll be surprised who comes in at number one. I'll tell you more about that coming up. You want to take a guess, Joey? We have to wait. (laughs) I'm going to say. I know know you're sitting there on the edge of your seat. Who do you think it is? Miami. Miami? Chicago. Chicago? Uh, Miami would be a good guess, because I bet there's a lot of... uh, pit bulls and stuff in Miami. Hmm. But um that's, no, not, that's it. not it and Chicago's not even close. Huh. Okay, so we'll have to wait. That's a that's called the I was going to say Patterson, New Jersey, but hey. <laughs> Let's uh hit the phones 18664058405. Hey Tracy. Uh-huh. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on? Oh, 
just wondering about my dog. Tell us. All tell right. us more. I'm sorry? Tell us all the details. We know nothing. I know nothing. What is it? Okay. Um, well, I've got a, um, he's getting ready to turn, well, he's eight months old. Getting okay. ready to turn nine months old. Um, he was in the veterinarian getting neutering, and we kept him there to get, um, we kept him there to get um, kind of mended up so we wouldn't have to confine him. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a blue-nosed pit bull. And I just wondered, um, while he was there, he had broken his leg, his back leg, left leg. And I oh, just dear. wondered that they had to put two pins okay. in his leg, and they're going to be there for the rest of his life. Will, will he eventually get um, arthritis in that or... Well, I'm a little intrigued. What is, what happened to him as far as with the leg? Um, we really don't know. They had him out on a dog run. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, dogs will be dogs. Sometimes things happen, definitely. Now, do you know what area of the leg that the the fracture occurred? I'm sorry? Do you know what area in his leg, in the thigh bone, um, yeah, in, yeah, the it's in the bone? Uh-huh, in the thigh. In the thigh bone, okay. And as far as, um, was it something that the bone popped through the skin, or was it just kind of, it's underneath the skin? It didn't... No, it's underneath the skin. They said that them type of dogs get that. Like, they can break them really easy if they jump. Okay. All righty. Well, um, a lot depends on the outcome with fractures, depending on where the fracture is located and, um, you know, definitely things like age um, are to your dog's benefit. Young dogs definitely have a better time healing with fractures. And if they got good pin placement and that went in there and put things back in alignment pretty well, um, if we can keep them quiet, uh, that's also the big thing of postoperatively is really no matter how good they put pins in and fix a, a broken leg, um, the home care is probably three quarters of the importance in making sure that he gets a good healing and a useful uh, leg there. So um, if if they got good placement and they felt good about those x-rays and there's no invasion into the, the joint area, then I would say I'd have every uh, reasonable expectation that leg will heal um, well. But that being said, you know, obviously something, uh, you've got a pretty active guy on your hands there, so I would make sure we work really hard at keeping his activity, um, activity post-operatively um, under control. So we want to limit jumping, uh, make sure that he's not running around like a crazy man. Uh, sometimes we'll use tranquilizers even to help kind of facilitate that if we got a really rambunctious fella. Right. Um, well, they try, you know, they tried that, but ever since he's been home, he's actually got his appetite back. And, um, but yeah, he, he is very active, but, um, we've just been trying to keep him down and, you know, low key. So I just yeah. was wondering if he'll get arthritis in that when he gets older. Well, if it's in the middle of the bone, not likely. It's really if it gets close, if the fracture site is close to where uh, any of the joints are, then we might have a little bit more concern with that. But if he heals up fine and uh, there's no reason to remove those uh, pins uh, unless there's a problem or some kind of infection down the road. So he gets to keep that hardware as a little remembrance of his uh, injury. And uh, so so hopefully all, all sounds like it should turn out well on your end there. And uh, poor little guy. My goodness. And Blue Nose Pits are so adorable. Um, yes. They, yes, they are is. some of the they are some of the best looking pits out there. I gotta say. Well, thank <laughs> you. Yes, he's very cute. He's he's laying down right now while he he's open his eyes because he knows I'm talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, tell him Doc says to take it easy, heal up, and don't get into trouble with that leg anymore. Okay. Thank you so much for your call, Tracy. And. Okay. Uh, 
Hope all is on the mend there soon. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're here. one 405 to connect with any one of the dream team. That includes Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Our pet travel expert Susan Sims and animal communicator Joey Turner. We're all here toll-free at your beck and call. And we want to... Oh, Stella and Chewies? Oh, yes, definitely. We want to thank Stella and Chewies. They make all of this possible. And, of course, Stella and Chewies is Ladybug's only food. It's the only food she eats, isn't it, pretty it much? Is. That's it. And uh, the good thing about Stella and Chewies is she likes it, but it also has the good ingredients that she doesn't know about. It's like that kick cereal, that commercial for the <laughs> kick cereal. Parents love it. Because the kids don't know they're eating something healthy. It's natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics. And it can be used in so many different kinds of ways. I know, Vlade, you sprinkle it over Mika's food. Yes, it is. Because basically it's a raw food people with uh, dilu- uh, with the taking away water. That's basically what it is. And so it's like... Uh, life enzymes, which is very important mm-hmm. because without enzymes, no life. I spent many years in the Musk University for researching enzymes and behavior and nutrition and behavior. And uh, besides health, it's also affecting dog's behavior um, because um, if the dog is digest properly food, the dog is thinking differently, become more, much calmer dog. So right. too, yes, I do use uh, uh, Stella and Choose all the time, sprinkle over my existing dog food. You can use it on its own. It's just the German shopper becoming too expensive so i just mix it up very honestly it's good stuff and it's pathogen free you know you hear about all these salmonella recalls recently they make sure that none of that's happening with stella and chewies it is good stuff i'd like to send you a sample and if all you got to do is send me a self-addressed stamped envelope the more stamps you put on the more samples i'll send back see how that works the address over at animalradio.com or you can learn more at stella and Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. 
Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, looking a little worse for the wear. I'm not sure. Uh, you've been traveling a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I've been. I, I really have. Um, I'm, I think I'm, I'm permanently jet lagged out. <laughs> Going back and forth from uh, Manhattan, filming for the Animal Planet show Dogs 101, and uh, who knows what else. I, are we doing another QVC? Aren't you, are you doing uh, something coming up here? I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually um, doing QVC with Con Air. I'm just waiting for the date. It's either gonna. It's it's funny because you know with them, if 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 you don't give them blackout dates where you have to tell them when you're available or not, and uh, I'm always like a last minute type guy, and you yeah. give them a month's notice. It could be three days notice where they say, okay, you're on, you're on on Jeez. you know, it could be um, Monday and you're on on Thursday. Sure. So um, it's either gonna be the 18th or the or the 30th or 31st of this month that we go on um. With them, um, with, with products again. And that's of course. Oh, it's fun. fun. It's with a great place. Uh, Carolyn Gracie, of course. To be there. Yeah, I Carolyn. Let fun. me tell you how she loves you. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn Gracie is a big fan of of you guys. Let me well, tell you. A big fan of her. Ever since her days at uh, Coast in Los Angeles, she's uh, she's an awesome talent on QVC. If you haven't checked her out in the pet shop, let's take another one for Doctor Debbie. We have Gloria on the phone. Hi, Gloria. Hi. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Good. Um, we'd like to trans um, my dad's over to Hawaii, but we're really scared because I keep hearing that um, cat, you know, animals that fly in cargo uh, sometimes don't make it. I'm not sure. Um, it would be from LAX to Kona, Hawaii, and mm-hmm. it's about a five and a half hour direct flight. I know all the particulars about the vaccines and stuff like that, but okay. they would. They won't let them fly unless they're in cargo when they're going over to the island. Okay. And I was wondering how safe that was. Well, I'd have to say in the vast majority of pets that fly, um, the risk of incidence is very low. Um, but that being said, uh, I think in 2010 they had uh, 39 uh, different deaths and 56 incidents um, with air travel through the whole year. And that's across all the different airlines that travel with um, pets. So the numbers that are flying, that, that's a relatively small number. But I would say the most important things are careful selection on the right pets to fly as well as what kind of steps we need to take to ensure their safety and who might not be the best travel candidates. And and I can definitely help you with that there with some guidelines. How how do your kitties travel in general? Um, two of them travel really good. I have three Maine Coons. They're quite large, you know, 20, 25 pounds, uh-huh. um, four, three years old. Okay. And um, two of them travel really good, uh, but the other one probably doesn't. I have okay. five cats to transport all together, three are Maine Coons, and I've seen them get hot before where they just start panting, you know, and I was just wondering, why can't they travel in the plane, you know, underneath the seats 
when they're going over there. Well, a lot of that may be set upon the airline's uh, travel policies, um, whether that's related to allergies or space accommodations. Now, being Maine Coons and 20 pounds, sometimes that can be um, a space accommodation issue because um, we want to make sure we don't want to shove a kitty into a carrier and not have room to ventilate and breathe, even within the cabin. So um, some of the most important things, and you say that they had some panting uh, when they travel. Um, for me, that can sometimes just mean a kitty's excited or overheated. But in certain breeds of kitty, um, if they pant when they're traveling or excited, it, it kind of puts a little bit uh, of a little flag up in my radar. Um, and f- for some kitties, and, and within the Maine Coons, not to freak you out or anything, but Maine Coons are a breed that can have a, a, a genetic tendency towards um, a type of heart problem. Um, so sometimes we get signs of it, sometimes we don't. But if we're planning a big travel, um, you know, it'd certainly be worthwhile to have the, especially the Maine Coon kitties, evaluated a little bit closer. Um, because we want to make sure we do everything possible to keep them safe. Um, there is a genetic test for uh, a very common type of heart disease called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, <laughs> or <Okay>. HCM, <laughs> in these guys that we really um, look at, especially in ragdolls and uh, Maine Coons. Um, there's a blood okay. test for that, or it can be a, a genetic cheek, cheek swab as well. Um, but you can see your veterinarian about that. Uh, Washington State, I believe, does the testing on that. Um, okay. Some some folks, if there's any incidents or any other concern, will do a, um, an ultrasound on the heart to evaluate that. Um, mm-hmm. But the genetic test can help to give you at least some uh, idea of how, how concerned you do or don't need to be about that. Um, but if your kitties did um, test positive for that genetic test, then, then we really would go about a very different way, and I'd counsel you differently than to say a normal normal kitty that uh, is perfectly healthy and, and been cleared by the veterinarian. Mm-hmm. So in general, if we have kitties that have to go, or even dogs that have to go in cargo, we want to make sure those carriers are big enough. And, and that, for me, is the biggest thing. So for some kitties, especially those Maine Coons with lots of hair, um, I'll consider shaving them just to help keep them cool. Um oh. As far as sometimes uh, frozen uh, ice packs can kind of help uh, keep the babies cool, especially if we offer that in part of their water for travel. Um, and then, you know, depending how anxious they get, um, we want to acclimate them to the carrier in advance. And that's probably the biggest thing for most people is uh, making sure the kitty is not seeing that carrier as a threat, uh, going to the vet. Um, so really, if you've got time, and, and usually with Hawaii, there's several months when we have to make these preparations. So we can start feeding them in the carrier, um, putting them in the garage or in your car and feeding them in the car, starting to make that carrier a really positive association. Um, Those steps I would really start right now and make sure we try to uh, get them as used to that as possible. On the deaths that happen for pets that are doing, was it heat? Was it cold? I mean, is that like really temperature good control? Because nobody sees them after they're put in the plane, right? Yeah. Now, I can tell you for dogs, um, 50% of the, the dog deaths that have occurred in airline travel, at least through most of the years, have been breeds that are brachycephalic, dogs that have the squished-in face uh, conformations. So those kind of animals have an increased risk of difficulty breathing in normal situations. So if you put them in a situation where they're excited um, or they're maybe having limited uh, heat exchange, um, then, then they might be more likely to have problems. Um, so other situations might be young dogs. Um, young animals, um, you know, juveniles that are so young that they're just may- maybe barely weaned, um, or older 
older pets that have uh, health problems. So I don't have all the specifics on those, but I can tell you that um, yeah. you know, most of those, um, there's either concerns with the carrier uh, size um, not being appropriate enough for the pet, so they're not getting well ventilated, um, or you know, they've got underlying health issues that might be contributing to those uh, concerns for travel. It's, it's mostly on the tarmac that these deaths happen when the, uh, the airplane's on the tarmac and it's hot outside, I mean, in most of the cases that we've seen. And the reason why? Because of custom that they have to go through uh, as cargo. Yeah. As far as for clearing once they arrive. Yes. So, yeah, and, and definitely for, you know, Hawaii is a rabies-free state, and, um, you know, that is a very serious thing that they take, uh, or thing that they take very seriously. So, you know, they want to make sure they account for all the, the doggies and kitties that are coming across. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but there are, there are definitely a lot of pets that travel safely, and I think that, you know, on your end, the best things that I can empower you with are to um, work now to get your kitties as accustomed to air travel as possible and you know we just we artificially do that we put them in those carriers i put them in a loud uh, diesel truck and have my husband drive around um you know ways that you can try to get them used to that and pair it with a positive experience so you know food uh, great treats um, all those kind of things and even using things like kitty pheromones can be helpful to to get them uh to feel comfortable with the idea of the carrier I also wanted to make sure that you, uh, you've checked about quarantine. Yeah, I did. I, okay. I found out everything I need to find. I even contacted that. Do not sedate them for the trip. Thank you, Judy. That's something I forgot totally to I mention. I know. I've been waiting for that one. <laughs> well, you, you know, you go to, I gotta say, you gotta go, you go to the United Airlines site and the, uh, American Airlines site and they suggest that you sedate them. But I, I, that's Absolutely not the case. Not. No. And the, the American Veterinary Medical Association and many other veterinary organizations will adamantly say, do not sedate pets for travel, especially if they're in cargo, because you are altering their ability to cool themselves and to deal with their stress. Um, so they may need to pant. Um, so if we alter that by sedation, you are amping up the risk factor right there. So absolutely. Um, I discourage clients immensely on uh, any kind of uh, sedative for travel in the air. Yeah. I'm wondering if you told me, because of the tarmac, if there's a better time of the year to travel with them over there. Um, That's a than good question. Time, I wonder. They say 85 yeah. degrees is you want to keep uh, any of the travel under 85 degrees. But don't they have yeah. uh, new carriers that have fans? Yeah, who knows if those work or not. Yeah. But there's also a yeah. pre-clearance. I know you probably already know this, but for anyone else that's traveling over there, you need a pre-clearance, which involves the rabies shots documentation and microchipping and a rabies blood test and a service fee paid to the Hawaiian government and other notarized paperwork sent to the Hawaiian government at least 10 days prior to travel. Oh, the whole process starts it's, about gets, four to six months yes. before your trip. So, yeah, you have to have that rabies test done months in advance of travel. So, yeah, it's very drawn out. A lot of good questions and some good answers there. We wish you the best of luck with your travels, Gloria. All right. I appreciate your time. Thank you. And for the Bye-bye. other others that are traveling, we're going to put up at the website, we'll put up these links to some of the airlines and some of their policies because these are really good questions. And if you can travel in the cabin with your animal, definitely do that. I'd buy a seat for them if I could. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Tropiclean. You know, they're having that Tropiclean Best Smile Contest, and I actually was looking through the pictures there, and I saw some dogs that looked pretty familiar. I don't know if they're uh, staffs of Animal Radios, but I'm not sure we're eligible. Joey, uh, you didn't enter your dog in the contest, because that would be ethically wrong, right? Well, um, what? 
No, no. <laughs> Why would you think I would do something so bad? I'm just checking there. If you want to enter your dog in the Tropically Best Smile Contest and you're not affiliated with Animal Radio whatsoever, all you have to do is head on over to the website at tropicallybestsmile.com. You'll get the rules there. It's incredibly easy. And, of course, if you want to get your dog's teeth or your cat's teeth looking sharp, Tropically Fresh Breath Made Easy, four natural products that make it incredibly easy to protect your pet from periodontal disease. Check it out, tropicallybestsmile.com. Yes, i got to ask a quick question. You ask a slow question. What What is affiliated mean? I mean, you know, come on, you could de- you know, give me determination on this affiliation. You said someone who's not affiliated. Is my wife affiliated? I'm just I'm just asking a hypothetical question here. You know, my dog's teeth, you, you know, okay, I, I'm going to throw this out there. My dog's teeth look so good from this product that, yes. um, that, I fi- that I feel that my wife should be able to enter. Can she enter? Yeah, she's affiliated to you and you're affiliated to us. Well, so. this is like six degrees of Kevin well, Bacon. Know, We're all I affiliated know. somehow. I know. Yeah, somehow. I mean, it just goes right down the line. This one's affiliated to that one, to that one, to the next one. Come uh, this, this is a little too- I need rules. I need rules and regulations here. I'm an old union business manager, so I need, you know, I need to know the rules. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. An Illinois man who was charged with possession of a dangerous animal claims that his four-foot-long pet alligator was actually a chick magnet. Dwayne Yarbrough, 43, at Fort Heights, says that he bought the reptile five years ago in Indiana. He paid about 200 bucks for it, and he kept the alligator because... Why else? It attracted women. In order to keep the unusual pet from growing too large, he told investigators that he kept it in a small tank and he only fed it 10 live mice per month. Wow, that poor guy must have been starving. Animal control investigators found the gator in a fish tank in his kitchen but didn't say how they learned of its existence. Hmm, maybe an old girlfriend told somebody about that. Meanwhile, the alligator was taken to the Animal Welfare League Thursday. He'll be given to the Chicago Herpetological Society. They study reptiles and amphibians, although probably not the dating habits of people who keep alligators as pets. Fatal black bear attacks have risen along with human population growth in the last 50 years. According to a recent study, they reviewed deadly North American encounters since uh, the year 1900. Over the past century, a total of about 63 people were killed. 86% of those deaths have occurred since 1960. That shows a link between fatal bear attacks and the rise in human population. This also dispels the common myth that a mother bear protecting her little cubs may be the deadliest type of animal to encounter. A full 92% of deadly bear attacks were carried out by predatory lone males. See, it's always the males that do this. Lone male black bears hunting people as potential source of food are a greater cause of deadly maulings, uh, said the study. Human food and garbage tends to attract bears, and that can obviously increase the likelihood of a very serious attack, so... When you're camping, you want to make sure you pack everything up. Pet owners no longer need to worry about who will take care of their animals should the rapture come to fruition. Now, if you're thinking about this happening, 
Just FYI, Bart Center made some plans to take care of people's pets in 2009 when he started Eternal Earthbound Pets USA. Center, who is an atheist, tells the Washington Post that for just 135 bucks, he or one of his people will adopt your pet once you're gone. He says his company operates in 26 states, adding that already they've got over 250 clients. Center's business does, however, have a few restrictions. Animals like horses, camels, and donkeys will only be rescued in New Hampshire, Montana, Vermont, and Idaho. Wow, wonder what you do if you're outside those areas. I guess they go with you. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Animal Radio. Just a couple of minutes, we'll be looking for your Dodge Journey pet destination. Tell us your favorite place to take your dog or your cat or your iguana or your bunny, as we're hearing. Where is it? Share it with us, and we'll give you prizes, and we'll post it at the website so that other people can share it also. We have all these Dodge Journey pet destinations all across the country. I'm sure... Sure, Dr. Marty Becker. Is he, do we have him on the phone? I do. Dr. You know Mar- what, you guys? i got to be honest. With, just hearing your voice, you know, I've been on the road for four weeks already. i got four weeks more to go on this wow. Healthy Pets Visit Vets Tour. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm not joking. I'm not saying this. Just hearing your guys' voices is like my favorite pair of slippers at home or my favorite Aww. plaid Carhartt shirt. God, it makes me feel so good to talk to you guys. Oh, that, that, that's, that's so nice. It makes- so, Dr. Marty, you got the groupies now being you're on tour, banging on the bus, oh, you know, God, trying you to Here's something funny. This tour bus that we have is, I mean, it's six six flat screen TVs and lots of mirrors and lots of fancy lighting. But they're used to, you know, Insane Clown Posse on there and Eminem and... And uh, they just, you know, two tours ago was Lady Gaga on there, and then well, trust me, there the there hasn't been a single groupie. There's a lot of veterinarians walking around taking pictures of the bus. Sure. And, well, it's big, it's huge, and does it have a certain rock and roll odor to it at all? Well, it does. It does have it does have some fragrance. I'm not quite sure what all is mixed in there, but I'll tell you, I'm adding to it. By golly, when we go to these. Uh, these pet cows for the consumer events. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm bringing all these shelter pets in there. So <laughs> we're yeah. getting a lot of rock and roll kitties and puppies that are getting their picture in there and they're getting adopted. And so there's nothing quite like getting a little, smell a little puppy breath or that earthy kind of smell of a little kitty yeah. when you're on the road. If you're lucky enough to check out Dr. Marty Becker on tour, he'll be ending in San Francisco in, in what's the date? We end June 7th. We're in oh. San Francisco the day after uh, Memorial Day, I think, in San Francisco. But You must be so happy about that. Oh, well, you know, we're, we're books in the third printing. It's been out three weeks, and you know it's a it's a real good book. And I, m- I might talk a little bit about yes. something that 
you know, here I was, uh, I don't just play a veterinarian on TV, I'm a practicing veterinarian, and here I am at the Central Veterinary Conference, you know, talking to, you know, matter of fact, this morning there was about uh, 800 people in the, the first talk I gave today. And, and one of the things that's really important about people is how do you prevent the transmission of diseases from animals to people? Oh, yeah. And, and one thing that's really interesting, there was a study done out of, uh, out of New York, and they just, they just check people at random for MRSA, the methicillin resistant staph aureus. Uh-huh. And of the people that they found that had the most staph, they looked, well, what did they have in common? Did they have children in daycare? Were they in the healthcare industry? Had they recently been hospitalized? No, no, no. Uh-oh. What they found out is these people had in common was they had cats. Oh. And, and so what happens though, the humans give the, give the MRSA to the cat and then they ping pong it back and forth. So we don't, they don't give it to us first. We give it to them and then they act as a reservoir. And you see this in dogs as well. But here's the great news. Uh, they've done these tests now and other studies and uh, bathing a pet once a week is better at getting rid of staph than giving the pet antibiotics, uh, period. Uh, are you wow. suggesting bathing the cat? Yeah, I was going to say a cat once a week. Well, well, no, you don't want to end up on a YouTube video. So, uh, <laughs> what, what you do for them is just use just just use either a, a moist towel or grooming wipes that you get. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But for dogs, uh, it, for dogs, I tell you, if I could tell anything from uh, you know of the hundreds of secrets, surprises, and solutions in this book, is to start bathing your dog once a week. And right now, my, my daughter called me the other day. She's got pugs, you know, pugs and Scotties and Goldens. Those, those dogs send veterinarians' kids to private school. <laughs> and, and so you, this time of year, you have to literally bathe them, bathe them twice a week during the height of the allergy season. And one other thing, there's, uh, if you want to protect the human family from pet transmitted diseases, uh, there's two other things you do. Don't wash your pet's food bowls. Uh, in the same sink that you wash human dishes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put mine through the dishwasher. That's fine. That's okay. fine. And the other thing is to scoop the poop in your yard at least every three days. That that, you hear that? The yes. feces have to sit there for three days to become the infective stage, and a lot of people just don't do it often enough. And and so you're protecting, you know, my 18-month-old granddaughter that's out there playing around the yard. You're also protecting your other pets, so you're kind of draining that reservoir uh, of that in there. And I, I know, I'm sure you guys too are fans of of a different way of taking care of feces, and rather, rather than sending it to the landfill, is either you know flush it down the toilet, or better yet, outside is you have a little doggy septic tank or one of those new cleanouts that goes yes. into your sewer line. Just dump it in there and flush it with a little water, and it's going to the right place. Your dog, the owner's manual, hundreds of secrets, surprises, and solutions for raising a happy, healthy dog. You and your partner in crime, Gina Spatafori, uh, put this together. Now, is she on tour with you, or are you doing this yeah, all? No, Gina's here with me. She's uh, she's the one of the main things she's doing social media, literally full time. And Mackenzie, her dog, is the. Is on the tour, her flat-coated retriever, and there's only about 500 of those. We've been talking to you every week, and now you, you, I can hear your voice is slowing down a little bit as you're getting towards the end of your tour there, and we hope to speak to you again. In fact, I know we'll speak to you again next week right here on Animal Radio. It is Dr. Marty Becker, the book called Your Dog, the Owner's Manual. I have 10 copies to give away right now at one 405 8405 You're damn lucky to get through. It is in its third printing. It is a best-selling book. It's like the only book you'll ever need. It's, yeah, That's what I'm saying. And, you know, <laughs> yes. I need to say thank you to Dr. Becker because that, being a groomer, I don't know, I don't know if you've seen my face when he said wash yes, your dog I did once notice a week. That. The I smile, did that. the smile that I have, but I, I have to thank you from the grooming industry very much. 
Well, well you're welcome. You know what? Uh, and I always call that a huggable coat, too, my friend. And there's something about having a pet uh, with a huggable coat that makes for a lot, uh, a lot nicer place when they're sitting beside you at couch watching uh, Animal Planet or dancing with the stars, or you're sitting in bed, uh, you know, at night. And you know, for humans that have allergies, it not only you know gets rid of these these uh, allergy triggers for the pet, so they don't scratch and itch and chew and face rub, but it gets rid of the allergy triggers for humans. So everybody wins. Very good. one 405 We're going back to the phones next, and we'll talk to you, Marty, in just a few weeks. Thank you, guys. Coming up in just a few minutes, Liz Laud will be joining us. She has a website called Dining with Dogs. It's exactly what it sounds like. She's found out all the places that you can take your dog to dine. And it's not just the fast food restaurants, some of the bigger restaurants. I understand in Southern California, even uh, some menus that include your dog. That's so cool to be able to go to a restaurant and order food for your dog as well. Right off the menu. (laughs) Just like, and you know, this this sort of relates here, Kimpton, they bring you animal radio, and they're very pet-friendly, too. If you're traveling to Aspen, very beautiful time of the year to do it. Congratulations on that bonus check. Stay at the Sky Hotel and bring your pets. Dog and cats may not ski free, but they stay free. Any size, weight, or breed. That's unbelievable. Now, that's hot dogging. That's a that's a ski term. I got that. Right yeah, there, smack yeah. dab in the middle of summer. Find out more about Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. Have a safe Memorial Day weekend. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. This is Animal Radio. Ain't no river wide enough to get 
It is time for another Dodge Journey pet destination, 1-866-405-8405. Of course, brought to you by the Dodge Journey, won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with their fold-down stain-resistant seats, the Chill Zone Glove Box Cooler for the drinks, multiple storage options with removable, washable liners, my favorite part of the whole thing. (laughs) It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. And uh, we go to the phones. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Leslie. Leslie, how you doing, Leslie? I'm doing great today. Where are you calling from? Richland, Washington. Richland, where is that in Washington? It's on the eastern side of the state. Eastern side, is that where your Dodge Journey pet destination is? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, where do you go there? I go to Columbia River Park in Kennewick, Washington. Columbia River Park, is that right? Yes, it is. Okay, what do you do there? What what makes it such a good place to take the dog? Oh, it's a wonderful place to take a dog because it's wide open spaces along the river with a a big, long, paved walk right alongside the river, more than a mile long. Wow, Wow, that's good. Yeah, it's it's really clean and fun and very dog-friendly as long as you keep her on a leash and clean up after yourself. What kind of dog do you have? It's an Alaskan Kali Kai. What does it's that look like? It's a rare dog, isn't it? it? It is a rare dog. They look just like a little miniature husky. They're a little tiny sled dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, huge. I've seen cute. those. They're gorgeous. Get a picture for me on the computer here, there. I, I want to see what it looks like during the next break here. Okay. Well, hold on a second, Leslie. We appreciate you calling in with this week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination. one 405 8405 if you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination on Animal Radio. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Hey, it's Vinnie Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. So my daughter, seven years old, wants me to take out the family photo album the other day. She says, I want to see pictures of Grandma, which is always quite difficult for me. That's my mother who passed away, a devastating blow from which I still haven't uh, recovered. But when my daughter wants to see pictures of her grandmother, damn it, we, we look at the pictures. Some of the pictures are, are actually can bring a smile to your face. They're funny. She was good for these funny dances and whatnot. We were flipping through my daughter noticed it. She actually said for the first time, she's like, geez, Daddy, you're not sad for the first time. We're further into the book than we've ever been. And I said, yeah, I'm noticing that myself. So we, we went deeper. We went back into pictures she may have never even seen. And then all of a sudden, we struck a photo of my mother with our dog, Cruiser, who we lost uh, quite a few years ago. And lo and behold, the trigger. The two of them together, Cruiser sitting in her lap. She never even liked the name I gave him, but she let me give him the name. The two of them together, it was just uh, not ready for that one. I made fun of a girl once for having a, a doggy photo album, and it said it on front. It was specifically for her dogs. She had two huge dogs that would greet you at the door. I mean, they made Marmaduke look like a like a Shih Tzu. And I said, look, oh my doggy photo albums. Can't you just put them in with the family photo? This was the first time that I thought, geez, you know, that doggy photo album, not a bad idea. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. (laughs) 
866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Flotty, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering your dog behavior questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. I noticed you actually taught Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog to dance to these uh, intros, these little Isn't bumpers. that cute? She it's, stands it up and adorable. she spins around. She's so easy to train. She does anything and, I want. How long to did do. that take? You know, with Ladybug, she's the first try dog. She gets it on the first try. Now, you don't have anything to do with me. the yeah. bow tie, do you, Joey? That you're not the bow tie. What do you call that little thing? Uh, it's uh, like a ribbon that she's wearing today. I have nothing to. Why no? You know, right away, blame me. I have nothing to do with that. Because you're a expert. I don't even know who put that bow on her. I don't put bows yeah, okay, on her. Okay, you got me. You kind of, you got me. Yeah, she's a tom dog. I, and I put that one on with Velcro. See, <laughs> just so it's safe. I was gonna say she doesn't have any hair to stick it to. Yeah. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team. What are you What are you working on today for the? Uh, me? You're yeah. talking to me? I'm looking to you. you know what? Well, you know, he was looking the other way. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you, I, I had a I had a caller um, or caller. I had an email from someone that wanted to know how to um, develop their dog's puppy coat into an adult coat, and I think it's a pretty good subject. Doesn't it do it automatically? Uh, yeah, you have to do something. It, you know, it does it automatically, but people like to rush the process. And and to be honest with you, and I don't want to say that anyone has a you know has has a dog that's um, how can I say not up to standards, but dogs that really don't have you. You know the great show coats and and whatnot. They need to sometimes accelerate that process. They want to get that nice thick or hmm. you know hard coat to come in. There's a way to do that very easily. You don't have a particular dog in mind. You were looking at Ladybug no. as you said that. Ladybug's, no, Ladybug is just perfect. She perfect. is. She's gorgeous. She is perfect. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Let's hit the phones. We have a caller for Vladi. His name is Ben. Hey Ben, how are you? Pretty good. I got a, an Australian Shepherd as a pup. And uh, he listens to every command I give him. He's a real good dog, but he's super hyper. Every time you go get home from work and, and uh, come in the door, he constantly jumps on you. He jumps on people. He jumps on neighbors. He's just happy to see him all the time, and I can't get him to quit jumping up. Hey, Ben, Australian shoppers like to behave like this. For everyone who is listening to us right now, this type of the breed can be running all day long in the field or in your backyard or in right. your house, even when you are not here and chasing and pacing and after maybe coming to you and just say, <laughs> what I'm going to do next, what I'm going to do, yes, uh, more. It is, it is a very intelligent dog who requires a lot of mental and physical stimulation. Yeah, he's super high. He. Okay, so you have a male dog. I, I'm not feminist, but I like more female dogs. But it's okay. We can talk about him. Okay, he's super hyper, but it's not because your dog is bad. Yeah, this is what he dog he is, and you just need Vlad, which is me, to resolve your problem. And here's how we're going to resolve your problem. We're going to simultaneously address the symptoms of this problem as we eliminate the cause of this problem. Okay, you ready? Grab the pencil yep. and pen because I would like you to write it down two things. Number one, to eliminating the cause of your dog's problem, you got to absorb that physical and mental energy of your dog. And you can do it in even in the time when you're not home, you believe it or not. I would supply to your dog with the interactive toys, interactive toys to stimulate and tease the dog um, brain. Um, he has, look at, he the, has at least eight toys. What toys he has? 
there's, there's uh, rabbits and just all kind of little stuffed animals and balls and bones and rubber uh, frisbees and hula hoops. Okay. okay. What is your name again? I'm just, uh, I don't want to be impolite to you now. What? Bim? Ben. Ben's my name. Ben. Ben. Okay, Ben. Um, I'm hoping I'm talking in the plain English. I, I understand I have a Michigan accent sometimes, and sometimes people don't understand. But so I, I'm going to repeat one more thing just in case. So I hopefully you under, understand me this time. Vladi is not talking about toys in generally. Vladi particularly mentioned interactive toys. So if you ask me a question, you should have asked, Vladi, what do you mean by interactive what? toys? Because okay, you mentioned me. It's okay. I love you. I just want to make sure you know you are in European school right now. There is no American school <laughs> okay. of public education, so the teacher talks students quiet. Okay. Interactive toys, the dog can play with its own. What you told me about this, it is a play toy. You also mentioned me some chew toys. That's fine. But Australian shopper needs interactive toys. Check the company name, for instance, Premier, Premier Pet. Canine Genius, Planet Dog, those three at least brands in your high-quality local pet store. What is all it about, Ben? And I love you. Don't get me wrong. I'm just kidding. But uh, the thing is, and I want to help you, and I cannot help you if sometimes people uh, have the same attitude like a normally Polish man has, which is he believes he knows everything. Uh, <laughs> Because just a Russian man knows that he knows everything. Interactive toys will keep your dog busy and occupied while you're not home. The dog turn it and kibbles falling and you can charge this like an AK-47, those toys before you leave the house. And as your dog is uh, rotating and playing, it's going to constantly exercising him. There is a different variations. I'm, I'm limiting the time to, to, to go on all the things, but that's what I would do instantly and in giving your dogs this interactive toys before you, I leave the house. Now, when I come home, and you, I know you call me, Ben, and now you're looking for the instant solutions, how to resolve that stupid jumping on you or on anyone else. That's simple solution. Basically, you have to startle your dog, stop it. And you can do one of two ways. You can do it in a hard way, which is uh, using old-fashioned leash, putting the dog on the leash and snapping him backwards or maybe using a penny can with uh, some coins inside, five, six pennies in the Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola can, and you suddenly drop it on the floor when he jumps, you know, or you do easy way. Uh, Google the product by name, Pet Convincer, Pet Convincer. Uh, Pet it's convincer? a unique mix, convincer, unique, like convinced to someone. It's a unique, unique mixture of sound and air. The dog jumps, you spray the air, it's gonna come like this. Are you ready? One convincing okay. air blast, bad behaviors in the past. Your dog may be not bad, you just need that. And thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Good luck with that, Ben. Let us know how that goes there. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, actually, Judy is right now screening calls. The first voice you hear at 1-866-405-8405. She figures out if you need to talk to the doc or if you need to talk to the psychic. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say psychic. Pet, pet communicator. communicator. I'm sorry about that. Or groomer Joey Volani. 
or Susan Sims or Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. In severe cases, if your dog just doesn't behave right and no one's been able to help you before, Vlade can help you. Stacy, working on news. Are you? What are you doing? Well, there's a guy in Illinois who thinks he's got the pulse of the dating market covered. He's got a pet alligator who he says is a chick magnet. Well, I should say he used to have a pet alligator. Also, in case you are planning on the rapture and you're not sure what to do with your pets should the rapture happen, there's a company. It can help you out for about 135 bucks. They'll take care of your animals for you. There are some restrictions, though. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Definitely going to stick around for this. one 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Demi, last week you were going to take the dogs to the ocean for their first time. Yeah. How did that work out? It was such a blast. It was awesome. Now, I have uh, two Labradors, water dogs, the retrievers, the hunt train. You know, they know all about water. This mm-hmm. was the first ocean visit. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Did they go in or were they afraid of it? You know, they went in only if I was uh, throwing something uh, to retrieve, but they were a little bit, you know, the waves were a little wild that day. So, um, you know, they were a little respectful of that. And then there was the sea lion, which my one dog (laughs) has a nose like nothing else. And he put his nose in the air, sniffed it before, he sniffed it before I could see it. And I was like, what's he sniffing? And then I look and I see this little sea lion head out there. And, uh, you know, he did try to go out there, but, you know, we called him back. So he left the sea lion alone. <laughs> so their first experience was pretty good. And that was in San Diego, right? Del Mar, yeah. Del Mar, yes. So it was a lot of fun. You know, it was kind of like my dogs don't usually socialize with other dogs. So the one dog was running up and down the, the beach like, I'm, I can do this. I'm allowed, right? I'm not going to get in trouble. So uh, they had a good time uh, playing ball and meeting friends and, uh, you know, eating a little bit of seaweed, but not much. Yeah. <laughs> did, you drove with them, is that correct? You didn't fly with them, did you? No, we drove, yeah. It's a five-hour drive from the area. I'm at, really? San so. Diego's just a five-hour drive from Vegas, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. And what's the worst thing is just that old expressway. Ugh, ugh, man. My dogs are better travelers than I am. Good, good. one 405 We're going to talk a little bit about traveling today, and especially on planes, because that can be uh, that can be pretty tricky if you're traveling with your pet, your yes, dog, your you cat. Yes, be careful. Especially if they're a big dog or a cat. Oh, you have to be aware of the temperature of the time of year, because you don't want it to be too cold or too hot outside. We'll be talking a little more about that coming up in just a few minutes. Also, what city ranks number two in the nation for the number of dog attacks on mail carriers? You want to take a guess? Ranks number two? Ranks number two. Hmm. I thought I knew number one. (laughs) You may know know number one, but I'm asking for number two. No no guesses here? No. The city we were just talking about, San Diego, number two. Now, what is the number one city? You'll have to wait because Stacey Cohen's going to tell you just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A man in Thailand successfully broke the world's record for kissing. Kissing poisonous snakes. 
Kum Chai Buddy kissed nineteen highly poisonous king cobras one by one in front of a crowd of curious onlookers. Four additional snake charmers and a medical team were ready with serum just in case one of the snakes bit him or anyone else. Chai Buddy kissed more snakes than an American who had held the previous record of kissing eleven snakes in nineteen ninety nine. The event was put on by Thailand's Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, and just in case you were thinking about it. Chai Buddy urged his audience not to try kissing any snakes, explaining that he had been bitten by snakes many times. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. Please. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Welcome to the show. We got to work, too. <laughs> you're working. Misery loves company. Yeah, Call us. we're there with you. But if you're out barbecuing and having a fun weekend, uh, I hope your pets are with you and you're having a safe weekend. We got it all going on here still. Uh, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie. Uh, groomer Joey Villani is here. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. Animal communicator Joy Turner, as well as Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Stacy working on news. What are you working on, Stacy? Well, the list is out for the city that has the most dog attacks on mail carriers. I'll Ooh. tell you which city came in number one. Also, a popular skateboarding dog in the U.K. is being hit in the wallet. They may have a fine of $1,600 if they don't pay this and take care of this. This dog uh, is going crazy with his skateboard running over people, <laughs> leaving it out. He doesn't pick it up and put it away. He just uh, skates and leaves it on the sidewalk. Worse than your kids. I'll tell you more about this coming up on Animal Radio News. Also today, dining with your dog, looking for a place to take them. There's a brand new website called DiningWithDogs.com that'll tell you exactly where to take them, restaurants that aren't just fast, but restaurants that include meals for your dog. Uh, might even be able to order something right off the menu. Cool website. And All we'll across have the, the country, she's got places. She'll be on with us in just a few minutes. Let's hit the phones first. Hey, Gary, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. What's up? What's up in your world? I got Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard right here. I, I live in North Carolina. And I oh, have right. okay. Okay. Spaniel. Okay. I hear your accent. Go ahead. I had a four-month-old Berkin Spaniel, and okay. he was not the first one I've ever had. Okay. I've had four of them. Okay. This one here, I cannot get him to stop from urinating in the house. Okay, Gary, you know, when the guard opened the door, he closed the window. That's the problem. That's happened with you. So what is your problem again? Could you put it in the simple terms? <laughs> He's urinating all in the house. What, what he, I'm sorry. He's peeing all over. He's peeing all over the house. Thank you for translation. Yeah. Okay. He pees all over the house. Okay. It's happening in your part of the house. I keep him in where there's a towel. You know what I'm saying? He's peeing in the part of your house where there is a towel. Uh, what is the tile? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, do you have part of your house where you have a carpet, sir? Yes, sir. We don't let him there. We don't let him on that. Okay, so you you basically lock him by using uh, gates probably in the area where just um, tile, and that's where he goes on all the time. Yeah, he has the kitchen and the laundry room and then his bathroom where he stays. 
where you want him to pee and poop and how you manage it. We want to take it. We take him outside after we feed him a half hour or so after we feed him, and during the day, three or four times. And my wife's here all the time. Okay, and, so you uh, don't have a do doggy. You don't. You don't have a doggy door. He has no access on his own to right, go anywhere. Right. 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 Okay. We never have and, done that. Okay, and your ha your wife is home all the time. Yes. Yes, sir. She's seventy-three years old. This is getting okay. next to her now. <laughs> okay. The woman is as old as she looks. It's so the age says me nothing. Okay. Well, this, is, see, this is her companion. I'm gone all week. Okay. You're the busy man. Later. You're the man, baby. Okay. So you opening? Uh, so you have a, some type of the? I mean, I know I'm from California, and here in California, in Texas, and like a like a backyard that's more like a balcony, and a balcony, and there is no grass, nothing. But I'm pretty sure you have I got a big. Twenty acres. Oh yeah, wow. it's like back in Michigan, you know. Okay. So, uh, how old is your puppy? Four months old. Here he comes running right now. <laughs> okay. Where he, where does he sleep? In the crate? He's, no, he sleeps in the shower. We put a bed in the shower in his little bathroom. It's the bathroom. We have a part of the bathroom, and that's mm -hmm. his room. That's been all our dogs' rooms. Oh yeah, that's one of the biggest one of the biggest mistake you're making here already. He's already there. Okay, and uh, through the night, any accident happened? Yes or no? Right. Yes, it can. Okay. That's it, that's it normally because Bottle picks up the water. He has no water at night time. Okay, my friend. Your name is Gary, you said? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Hell, I just have a hard time to understand his accent. Hey, don't worry about it. Okay. Gary, now you said everything, okay? okay. I like a KGB. I pulled information from you, pulled like a dentist pulling the teeth. Now I have all okay. information. Okay. okay. Now I want you to just listen and okay. don't talk to me back. Just listen. Okay. Okay. Here is what I would do. Number one, I would eliminate totally that uh, laundry area. It's the biggest mistake so many of my clients do, so many of my listeners uh, do it. That by, doing it you, by doing this, you're isolating the problem. You're making this problem worse. What I will do, I will close that door. I would not use it at all. I would make the first investment in the nice small crate. It's going to be his little uh, private room. And if the dog, God forbid, peed or pooped in the crate, it means crate is too big. Back in Soviet Union, my house was a little bit bigger than your typical dog's crate in this country. But I was okay. So people make mistakes and buying too big crates in the beginning. So we got to get the crate. Metal one in your situation, not the plastic one. And I'm going to put it in the kitchen area, whatever area where your tile is, that's fine. However, I will clean that area first, even though you did it before. I would use any uh, citrus deodorant. I, I, we can, I, I don't want you to suggest go something and buying things like something would be complicated for you. Um, you know, I want to do something simple, like a, like a citrus, citrus scent deodorant, and just spray it on old tile area. Dogs hate pee and poop on any area where the citrus is. Okay, you can even use a little bit like uh, like you're probably using in your candles for uh, what we did in Michigan in the back backyard backyard like um, citronella oil a little bit too. 
This is going to be step number two. So by doing this, you're killing two birds with one stone. Sorry, I should not say that. It's animal radio. We should be pets uh, friendly. <laughs> well, well, uh, what I really meant, you, you're going to basically address two issues together. Number one, you will stop the bleeding. They're not going to pee poo back in this area because you eliminate the sand. Number two, you, you put like a barrier. They're not going to pee and poop where the citrus is. And that would maybe uh, every other day is maybe resented with the citrus. After that, all what it comes to taking the dog frequently outdoors, which right. you guys doing it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're driving in the right direction, just in the wrong car. I gotta put you in Mercedes right now. <laughs> I want you. I want you go to the to the same door. Your dog must go to the for 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 exercising through one door and pee and poop to another door, and don't me, don't mess it up. And you have to say on the first command, like you say, like uh, Max, you wanna go outside? Max, you wanna go outside? You wanna go party? You wanna go party? You wanna go party? And get him to that door and while he party pee go 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 pee go pee go pee whatever you command is but praise him as he looking for the for for the place praise him for whole process as he's peeing and after tell him poop and if he did not illuminate himself he gotta go back and go in the crate and you gotta get him back unless he eliminates himself and he gets the treats for that. After that, he can run around the house. While he runs around the house, he must be under your supervision. This is the baby. I know a few people still using the creeps for the babies in America, but the dogs cannot be at this age under supervision. Uh, through the night, he sleeps in the crate and, and door needs to be Close. First thing is in the morning. In the morning, he's like a loaded bomb. You need to open the door, get the dog out through the same door. Go party, go party, go pee, go poop. He did not pee and poop on the first command, or within ten minutes he goes back in the crate. Try it. It's gonna really work for you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team right now. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L Pet dot com. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine... Try Natural Balance. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's Hospitality Program offers plush pets, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. 
Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252, 866-800-5252. This is Animal Radio, baby. The studio cat taking over the uh, mixing board here. I know you got to move him around just to get to the keys on there. Yeah, you you get comfortable there, little guy. <laughs> Don't mind us. Mick actually mixes better than you. Yes, yeah, he, he, he does. He does. It is uh, Animal Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion brought to you by Pet Stay, a unique program for guests and their four legged friends. Available exclusively from the Imperial Palace and the Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. They provide unique in-room amenities for dogs, including the uh, food and the water dish, the sleeping mat, the dog treats, and specialty room service for your dog. Yes, details at Caesars.com slash Vegas. Now, let's say, hypothetically, you're going to get up and go to Las Vegas this weekend. It could happen. It could happen. This weekend at the Imperial Palace Casino, a free... What was that? Free. Free. What is this? Dealer tuners. It's like a little show that the the actual dealers Dealers do. It's called Dealer Tainers. Like the blackjack dealers entertain you while you're playing blackjack. Okay, so you could be like in the middle of a blackjack game and they'll break out in song. Is that what you're saying? Could happen. Okay. (laughs) They're entertaining. Have you ever heard of this, That's a little strange. Yeah, I think that's kind of fun. It it is. uh, That would throw me right off. (laughs) I'm actually just reading this now, and I I probably should have read this before we went on the air, but it says, at any time your dealer may step back from the table and belt out one of his or her character's greatest hits. You see, they come to the table dressed as Michael Jackson or Cher. How fun. Your dealer may be Dolly Parton, Stevie Wonder, or Elvis. There's 20 celebrities. They're called Dealer Tainers, and they perform between 11 a.m. and 4 a.m. at the Imperial Palace Casino. It's all free. I think that sounds like so much fun. I think it's a way of distracting you. Oh, no. Distracting you from your hand is what I think it is. But uh, it's free at the Imperial Palace Casino. That would make me move to another table. That would... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, th- thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio yeah, Pets Day. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <coughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new Pet Stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Right now it's time for Joey Volani's tip of the week. Joey, what's going on with your tip? Well, you know, I got a, um, I got an email. It was actually from a little girl, and um, she has a um, Maltese, and the Maltese still has its um, puppy coat after almost a year. And I'll tell you, it's you know what? With a lot of dogs, is is you have to speed up the process, and the best way to do that is you got to stimulate the the growth of, of of coat. And the way to do that is that you have two ways. Brush it. Isn't you brushing have a dog that doesn't it, doesn't just brushing it stimulate the coat? Well, you know what? You're good because that's one way. But that's if, if for a shedding type dog. So like for Ladybug, mm-hmm. be perfect. For um, a German Shepherd that has a, a natural double-coated dog, that's perfect. But for a dog that doesn't shed, like her Maltese, for instance, or sheds very, very little because all dogs shed to a certain degree. Don't let anyone tell you um, anything otherwise. 
what you have to do is you have to um, actually um, cut it down, clip it, clip it down, wow. clip it down to the skin, um, basically. And what you have to do is make sure that, you know, the dog has some sort of protection from the elements when you do this. Now, your dog is going to look like hell for a little while, but you know what? what's going to happen. It's going to stimulate that coat real, real good, and it's going to grow back um, real nice. I had a schnauzer that I used to um, hand strip for um, for shows. Um, it was... Um, person handled it but they brought him to me to be groomed and um the first time that we um that i got my hands on a dog we actually had to strip that dog down bald completely Jeez. every piece of hair off the dog the dog's hair came in like wired out it was it was really really um you know um, amazing to see how strong it came back and that's because we stimulated it so much that when it came back it came back to that great full you know hard adult coat it's sort of like um, the beard on uh, uh when you shave when you you know when you're like 14 years old <laughs> and, and you want to shave your I don't, dad don't says, look at me hal i've never done that don't shave because you'll be doing it for the rest of your life that, it'll come back thicker it makes yeah it Thicker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I did that to my mother's back once, and it was, you know, just terrible. <laughs> Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. just, just joking. Just, just joking, Mom. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Senior Pet Products. They have streamlined their list of available products. They've actually reworked the search bar, making ordering a breeze. So not only is ordering a breeze, but you uh-huh. can still save 25% off your entire order by putting in the uh, promo code SAVE25. All you got to do is look for that Animal Radio logo right on the front of SeniorPetProducts.com and put in Save 25. Save a lot of... That's 25 is a pretty that's big a discount. That's a chunk, I know. And it's, uh, it's great, but they got to change their name. you got to tell them because it's not just Senior um, Pet Products. They have everything. They really do, and it's kind of deceiving that way. You know, if you're one of those people that buy Chondroflex or Sinovoflex... Already the cheapest on the internet. And, and think with twenty five percent off, gosh, you can't beat it. Stacy, what kind of pets do you have at home? I mean, obviously you have uh, the horse Sadie, but uh, yeah, you but know. she's not here. I have uh, my two dogs. So what's the Jack Russell's name? Down. Tuffy. Tuffy. Yeah. So you have Tuffy and, and who else? And and uh, Jack. Tuffy and Jack. Yeah. Tuffy and, and Jack. My horse. And and what's and what's Jack? What kind of dog is Jack? Jack is a black lab. I was going to ask Joey about that dense coat. I, Jack's coat is so rough and dry, but like by his head, it's soft. How do you make the rest of it soft? You know oh. what? That's that that's an impossibility. Only because it's it's supposed <laughs> to be. No, because their coat really is supposed to be coarse. Um, not coarse like wiry, but but r- real um, real thick to where it's um, you know, it's 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 um, not like that plush feeling. And I and I know exactly what you're talking about because usually around the head, it's real soft. Oh, so soft! I love it. Get <laughs> down by the neck; it gets it gets thicker and coarser. Yeah, it's a coarser. That's it's protection. a little. He's got like dandruff a little bit too. I think like it's dry. That's kind of like my husband. His hair is real soft, but then it goes down to his back and his shoulders, Dandruff. and it's real coarse. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to mention yeah. something. Maybe Joey can help your husband. One eight six six four zero five. Let me know. Eight four zero five to connect with anyone in the dream team right now. Hey, you know I'm fostering a dog. You are. Yes, what kind of dog? It's a um, it's a border terrier. Um, I'm going to say Border Terrier, it's, um, Australian Terrier Mix, and um, his name is, um, oh my God, the name, name went right out of my head, um, Buttercup. Buttercup, and, okay. um, Yeah, I came with that name, Buttercup, and um, I, I, I got it, yeah, I know, I know. He's taken over, he's taken over my house completely. Now, is this um, your idea, or is this your wife's idea? Um, definitely my wife's idea. God definitely. bless her. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. After having you know three dogs, uh, three terriers, and a bird already, you know, I needed one more terrier to to run around. But um, wow, he also you know attacks this one. You know what? The 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 force. No, they don't. They're great with the bird, but the foster dog doesn't know that the bird is part of the household just yet. Yeah, the bird is in charge. Yes. Well, yeah. Not just not not right now. The bird's not in charge because this this guy thinks that um you know she's um part of part of tonight's dinner and um (laughs) we we have to. We have to Jack keep them Russell separated. Thirty seconds. Your, your Jack Russell doesn't get along with birds. I take it, huh? Birds and cats. Anything actually. He'll go after anything. Doesn't sound like your uh, your animals are very well behaved. Oh God, you too. Don't <laughs> yeah, start. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of my backyard right now. You go. Oh my God. You need a dog trainer over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see which one, Judy? We're going to Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi, how are you? Very good. How are you doing today? Where I'm, you, I'm good. Where are you calling from? From Hernando, Mississippi. Hernan- it's about 15 miles south of Memphis. I just love your southern draw. <laughs> Isn't it cute? I uh, love it. <laughs> well, Donna, how can we help you today? I have the good doctor, Dr. Debbie White, here. Well, uh, I have a bulldog who is a year and a half, and she has what the specialist has told me is cyclic alopecia. She has hair loss on both sides. One side is worse than the other. Um, She's not my first bulldog, and so when she first started losing her hair, I wasn't too alarmed because I went through this with another bulldog, and it turned out to be food allergy. Um, However, um, they don't seem to think that's what her problem is. Um, We are on a food diet right now doing a hypoallergenic diet, um, but the vet really didn't give me much hope for her hair growing back. And I just wondered, is there, are you familiar with anything that might help or know of anything else I might could do? Oh, sure, yeah. And and you're talking about cyclical or what we call seasonal flank alopecia, which is basically exactly. kind of a smooth hair loss that happens on the sides. And it's usually, you know, even on both sides. Right. It tends to happen at certain times of the year. And it, the trick is, and you kind of got to some of this with the food allergy, is that this can look like a lot of different skin diseases. So it's kind of a diagnosis by exclusion. So we try to eliminate all those other possibilities. And what I'll usually do is do skin scrape testing, looking for mites. Um, we'll do um, a testing for hormone problems, thyroid disorders, adrenal gland. Uh, we even do skin biopsy. And that's usually the way that we kind of rule out those other possibilities. So I don't know how much of that kind of work was done with your baby there. They um, they have ruled out a thyroid. They did some blood work, and they did do okay. the skin scraping and have ruled out any kind of mite or, you know, okay. anything like that. So um, I just kind of wanted to get your input and see if there was anything else you're aware of that I could do. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'd say in the back of my mind, I'd, I'd probably still like to get a skin biopsy because it's going to give us the best answer with with more certainty that that's what we got. Um, right. And that can be done fairly easily in many cases with just a local anesthetic. We just take small little skin biopsies, so it's not necessarily an anesthetic type thing. Okay. So th- that would be best. Now, if it is the seasonal alopecia, there, I have had some dogs have good results with melatonin. And what generally um, will treat for, for that or with that for about three months and given it really once a day to twice a day, depending on the dog's size and the dose that we end up using. Um, but in many cases, that can help. Um, but the magic is once we treat with that, you can expect 
next year that the hair loss is going to happen again. So if we do have that cycle and a pet responds to melatonin, I'll tend to restart that the next year, uh, shortly before we expect those signs to occur. So um, that is um, that is one thing you can definitely try. But otherwise, you know, it's kind of an aesthetic problem. It's just the way it looks. So they're, <laughs> they're not bothered by it. So, you know, as far as treating it, you know, a lot of folks will just put shirts on their dogs and kind of give them doggy clothing to kind of hide the little embarrassing spots. Um, right. But that might yeah. be something you could try with, with okay. that route is see how that goes. And, um, you know, certainly you can talk to your vet a little bit more about the dosage, which might be appropriate for your dog there. Okay. Thanks for your call, Donna. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, I have a little issue with the post office. Um, my dogs are not allowed to stay in the front yard because uh, the mail carriers are afraid of my dogs. I have a Jack Russell, a, a Border Collie, and a Lab. And seriously, none of them would bite anybody. But, uh, you know, they run at the fence when the mailman comes. So they have banned us. We're no longer allowed to get mail at my house. But looks like um, we're not the only people that chase the mailman. Or we're not the only dogs, I should say. <laughs> I don't chase the mailman unless I need him to mail something for me. San Diego ranks number two in the nation for the number of dog attacks on mail carriers. The Postal Service says the city tied with Columbus, Ohio, reporting 45 incidents last year. Houston came in number one with 62 attacks. The Postal Service blames warmer weather for dogs being outside throughout the year. The owner of a popular skateboarding dog in the U.K. is being hit in the wallet. According to the U.K.'s Orange News, Jonathan Fell was fined 130 bucks after two women tripped on his terrier's skateboard. Fell says his dog's love for skateboarding isn't a crime, noting it's always been something that he's enjoyed doing. I bet you he is a Jack Russell Terrier. Officials in Brighton say they appreciate the dog's talent, but they have to take action if people are going to be complaining. Fell has yet to play it, pay his original fine. He could be forced to pay more than 1600 bucks if he doesn't take care of his financial obligations. Scientists are expressing some concern about an increase in the number of fish from the Gulf of Mexico that are showing some health problems. They've got skin lesions, fin rot, spots, and liver blood clots. The question of whether the illnesses are related to the BP oil spill is going to be answered by scientists along the Gulf Coast, including a University of West Florida biologist, William Patterson III. He's doing research on the chronic effects of last year's oil spill on Gulf fish. The study is being financed by uh, about six thousand dollars that's been distributed by bp to uwf to study the impact of the oil spill remember that uh female peacock that was running around in new york well they finally caught her from the bronx zoo she was back in safe hands uh i guess last week they got her zoo officials say the peahen was captured in the garage of a local business the bird flew the coop and had eluded zookeepers who tried to unsuccessfully capture her after several sightings around the bronx the peahen's escape came just a few weeks after an egyptian cobra managed to slither out of the structure at the zoo's reptile house 
And that thing disappeared for nearly a week and was uh, tweeting. I, somebody was tweeting for the snake or whatever. That's how they named it. But uh, everybody's back in the zoo, and they're happy, and they're being fed. All right. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. It is toll-free to anyone of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. And I noticed on Thursdays, that's that's your day off, isn't it, Judy? I try. I try to get out of here on Thursdays because I work six days a week if I don't. You take... (laughs) Not that you don't anyway. You take your dog... Out during the day looking for places to take her. To take her to some places she can be with me. And if I want to go grab something to eat. Yeah, I'm, it doesn't have, it's that kind of a problem. You think it's like McDonald's and Carl's Jr. and Jack in the Box. I usually and have to get it. much fast food for you, isn't to it? To go, yeah, to go and then go find a parking lot or a park bench or someplace to sit down with her. Although there are more and more restaurants that are becoming pet friendly. And you'd love to see that. Usually they, they quarantine you to a part of the... Uh, Patio. <laughs> it's usually it. not indoors. Yeah, it's usually okay. outdoors. But uh, there's an expert who's dedicated her life to finding restaurants that are pet friendly. We welcome to the show Liz Laud. Liz Laud, how are you hey, doing? How are you? And your website called DiningWithDogs.com. Yes, it is. Now, and, yeah. t- tell us the story. What made you start it? Well, what happened was I, I live in Southern California, and I had gone out for uh, a hike one day not too far from my house. And then after I got done with the hike, I'm like, I want to grab some lunch. And I went to a restaurant um, over in Brentwood, and uh, no sooner had I you know, ordered my food that I was asked to leave and told that dogs weren't welcome there. Oh. And they said, well, go just put your dog in the back of the car. Now, what so kind of dog do you have? Uh, Shih Tzu. How big? About 10 pounds. Okay. Small, relatively a small dog. Okay. And it was kind of one of those things where you were sitting outside, but it was part of like, uh, you know, an outside, uh, like a country mart kind of place. And they asked me to, you know, take her to the car and put her in the car. Hmm. You know, it was one of those hot days and it was sweltering and there was no way. Mm-hmm. So right at that moment, I'm like, there should be a place for all of us dog owners to turn where we could know where we're welcome. Okay, so you decided to make the search and then put it all on the web. What do you yeah. do for your search? When I started out, I started out just with Southern California. And I specifically went to all the different neighborhoods, um, you know, over time. And I kept adding all the different suburbs, whether it was Santa Monica or, or if it's San Diego or all the Beverly Hills. And I basically um, went and I met with a lot of owners of a lot of restaurants that have, they do have to have patios, but every single restaurant has different rules. Really? As you said, you can't just assume they have a patio, you're welcome. First uh-huh. of all, some places say no. But if they have a patio and that you're welcome, you have to know whether, hey, can the dog sit with you right by your table? Does the 
dog have to be outside of the patio? They have individual rules for all different, you know, uh, restaurants. And by meeting with the owners and finding out if the places were dog-friendly, um, I started compiling the list. And uh, it's a new day. Everybody's out and about with the dogs. And Did you, you, know, did you convince any owners to become pet-friendly? I either found that uh, they either were or they weren't. They either went one way. But I found that, on the whole, people were really open to welcoming pets. If they have an outdoor patio and you've got a dog that's well-behaved, they were very open to it. Like, granted, in Santa Monica, for for example, you have to keep the dog, like, kind of right outside the patio because that's a law in Santa Monica, meaning they're really not welcome inside the patio. Mm -hmm. But you know how sometimes you could sit along a railing when they're next to you? As long as they're on the other side of the railing, you know, you're pretty cool. Okay, okay. That's not bad. Do you find there are a lot of restaurants that are uh, opening their doors to the animals? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think it started with hotels, as all of a sudden you guys probably know. Oh, yeah. All the nicest and, you know, a cross-section of hotels across the border welcoming uh, dogs. It's kind of interesting that restaurants would follow suit. Yeah, your lists are in, uh, let's see, you have Southern California. You have, have all throughout Southern California, New York City, that's my hometown. Okay. So that was easy to do, having grown up there. Uh, Chicago, I always travel to a lot for business. And um, in Florida, Miami and Tampa and Orlando, and or Arizona, Phoenix and Scottsdale and uh, Tucson. And you're so still growing. expanding it out. Yes. And also, people reach out to me that are, uh, as they find out about the website, it's amazing how many people contribute, because anybody can contribute uh, to write a review and really? upload it on the site. So That's I get a lot cool. of people that are out and about, whether it's Miami Beach or it could be Tampa or New York City, people, you know, want to contribute. And uh, it's a community of people that are out and about with their dogs. What city would you say has the most dog-friendly restaurants right now? I would say I, I'm pretty impressed with all throughout Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, the great part about whether it's San Diego, Santa, Santa Barbara, or wherever it might be, or Los Angeles, is the great part is that you know in the West Coast you can you're dog friendly all year round. Right. Um, Chicago is uh, very dog friendly. They, but you know you have a limited season there. They don't mm-hmm. start putting the tables outside till you know May June, and by the end of September it's getting kind of cold. But when I spoke to and met with a lot of dog owners in Chicago, you they now can buy permits that allow them to have pets on their patio. Oh, really? So, think, so in Chicago, you can buy, you know, you have to purchase a permit where you would, you're okay to have them there. I guess they found it as a revenue source. Sure, wow. sure. Well, this um, is great. Diningwithdogs.com, and users may uh, add their own. Absolutely. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's got a place to submit a review. It's very, very simple. And I'm always looking to, you know, add additional cities. I'm, I'm about to add... Um, Washington, D.C., and Maryland, and um, Philadelphia sometime soon. So um, it's exciting. I, I welcome anybody to contribute. Oh, one more thing. Another thing about when you're out and about with your dogs, one thing I clarify is the exact rule for each restaurant, but also whether it's table service where you'll be waited on or if you have to go inside and order, like a self-service, because a lot of people don't want to leave their dogs outside alone. Right. So you clarify if you have to go in and leave them at home, you know, outside, you might not want to pick that kind of a place. Sure. But if they wait on you, you're totally, uh, you're fine. What about etiquette with uh, with the dogs? Uh, are you allowed to feed them off the table, your your scraps or your food from to your To be honest pet? with you, yes. I, I, people kind of sneak 
food to their dogs. I've never been one to really encourage, you know, I don't really like to feed my dog uh, food off the table. Um, I don't, when I'm out and about, people are just so happy to have the dogs kind of quiet uh, so that they don't, you know, sure. do anything and get tossed from wherever they are. Do any of the restaurants offer uh, food for the dogs specifically? Absolutely. There are some restaurants in Southern California, such as Birds and a couple other places that'll have a dog, dog menu. How you know, like a cool. chicken plate or, uh-huh. you know. Simple things like that. Diningwithdogs.com is the website. Liz Laud is the brain and the genius behind it. Thank you, Liz, for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. We'll put all the links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. Hmm. That wasn't me. That was the cat. Oh, right. Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall. Dogs are one of the most intelligent animals, so it's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit Wall, that's W-A-H-L, pet.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. If you're a regular listener to Animal Radio, you know that we feed Ladybug, our stunt dog, Stella, and Chewies. Have you ever bought dog food that your dog eats once and then turns their nose up to it? I have. That's why I choose Stella and Chewies. My pup still eats it as fast as I put it down. She doesn't even know it's good for her, but I know it's natural goodness for dogs made with raw, USDA-inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. To get the official food of Ladybug, visit Stella and Chewies. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. And let's take another one for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Sue on the phone. Hi, Sue. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Very good. Where are you calling from? Uh, right now I'm vacationing in the, in the Outer Banks, but I'm actually, I live in Hamilton, New Jersey. Ooh, they both sound actually nice, but the Outer Banks sound yeah. much nicer. <laughs> well, you're on with Joy. Go ahead. Hi. Okay. Hi, Sue. Hi, how are you? Great. And how can I help uh, you? Yeah, we adopted a seven-month-old lab mix, Lucy, um, about uh, in February. And she is, she is 
she's great inside. She's a very loving dog. But when I take her outside and take her for a walk, um, she's very scared. Tail's always tight between her legs. Um, she's very afraid of parked cars. Um, she's trying to, you know, I don't know, somehow to, to reassure her. If she hears a noise in the house, she'll start barking. I don't know, just trying to find out what, what I can do or get some good mojo going on with her. Okay, well, let me explain some things. I was saying hi to her while you were talking, and okay. she is, when she's feeling safe, which mostly is inside, which you do see exhibited, yes. then she's calm and relaxed, she tells me. Everything else frightens her. She just has no experience in any experience she has had. She's been afraid. So you need yes, to. They, t- they told me she's gone from place to place to place. Yeah, so you need to do a couple of things for her. First of all, if this is true, you need to reassure her that she will stay with you for the rest of her life. Oh, it's absolutely true. Okay, and I will tell her the same thing, but you need to remind her you cannot tell her that too often, at least to start with. And then Uh the second thing is you need to introduce things much, much, much more slowly than you have been. You've been kind of looking at her like she's a seven-month-old dog, so we should be able to do this and do that, and she can't. Mentally and emotionally, she's about a three-day-old dog. Okay. Seriously. Yeah. And so yeah, I believe you need to take her outside and sit with her outside right by your house. Okay. And give her treats or play with her or love on her so that she gets used to the fact that the outside can be a good thing. Okay. And then just move literally maybe a few feet at a time until okay. she gets comfortable. And if you want to walk with her, you're going to need to go very, very, very slowly. I mean literally like okay. take a step and wait. Okay. Okay. So you're not going to really go much of anywhere to start with, but you're going to build her confidence level up by letting her take all this stuff in at her pace, which is incredibly, incredibly slowly. Okay. Okay. Great. If you great. take her fast, oops, if you I'm take sorry? her fast like you have been going fast with her, yes. Um, yes. It, she overwhelms and she's never going to learn. She's just going to learn to always be afraid. Okay. Yeah, because the first thing I did was take her to the bus stop and then she hears the bus and that was afraid. This weekend we took her on the beach. There was really nobody on the beach, and she kind of had a free reign. She loved it. There was no distractions. Yes, if there's nothing to be afraid of, she's good. Any time there's anything else to be afraid of, she's not good. Yeah, we weren't sure if she was abused or something, and you know, she's trying to, you know, just, you know, basically find out how to reassure her the most. And that's going to be by taking things, as I said, really, 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 really slowly, telling her she'll be with you for the rest of her life, and then telling her by showing her what it feels like to be confident in each given circumstance. So you're going to feel confident so that she has a model of what it can look like. Okay, great. Make sense? Absolutely. Perfect. Thanks for your call, Sue. We appreciate it. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. to connect with the Dream Team. That could be Vladimir the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard. Or pet travel expert Susan Sims, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Villani, or Dr. Debbie working on your vet medical questions. All brought to you by Tropiclean. Fresh breath and clean teeth without brushing. 
that's oral care. It just got easier. You can fight periodontal disease without brushing with Tropicleans Fresh Breath Gel. Here, have a little, Joey. <laughs> the foam or the water additive or even the dental chews. 93% of users notice cleaner teeth in less than two weeks. To find out more, visit tropiclean.net. You have some of this to give away? I do. To the first two callers, let's give some of this stuff away so they can try oh, it on their pets. So you're going to be giving away the clean teeth gel and the fresh breath chews. That's right. At one 405 right now. Let's take one for Dr. Debbie right now. And we have Jody on the phones. Hey, Jody. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Hey, awesome. I know you're here, Dr. Debbie. I've communicated yeah. with you a couple times via email <laughs> about Great. my children. <laughs> awesome. So who are we talking about today? Well, actually, both of them. I'm, I'm contemplating. I'm just seeing a lot of stuff out there right now about toilet training, and I've been contemplating trying to venture out into that. And I'm not. I'm, I'm really on the fence. I think it would be a really great idea, but they're 11, and I know that that's still possible. But my fear is um, rebellion and um, elimination in areas that are not going to be acceptable while I'm in the process. I'm just kind of curious okay. if you've experiences with other patients and what their experiences have been. And we are talking kitties, right? Yes, sorry. Because I, I can't help you if we're talking children in the no. least. <laughs> no cats, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether it's a boy and a girl, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank goodness. Whoosh. That was out of my, uh, my, my milieu here. Um, so yes, um, you know, it depends. Potty training, um, toilet training, a older kitty can be done. Um, but I'd have to say that, um, I would, I definitely prefer it in younger kitties. Um, just because okay. I find that they're a little bit more, uh, malleable in their toilet, uh, habits. Um, for an older kitty, yes, we, we could run into some problems with, uh, avoidance and not wanting to use uh, the toilet um, in place of the, the litter box. Um, that being said, I, I know many clients who have done that successfully and the cat prefers uh, the toilet. Um, really? I think a lot of it is on an individual thing. Now, the only thing I would caution in an 11-year-old cat, if we're asking them to change not just the litter box, but we're asking them to jump up to a much higher um, right. structure, you know, there's a lot of kitties in that age group that can have lower spine disease, um, basically spinal arthritis, and um, jumping up that high might be asking them a bit much. Now, it's not the kind of thing cats complain about, mm-hmm. um, but it is one of the more common reasons that a kitty might not want to crawl in, into their regular litter box. So um, age-wise, I might be a little less apt to recommend that for that reason, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you sound uh, like you've looked into it a bit, so have you uh, oh, yeah. dabbled into it? Uh, well, I mean, you know, there's a couple products out there I've, I've, you know, researched on the Internet. I've also seen a few tape, you know, uh, videos on YouTube, and they show, and I know it's a process. I know it's bringing the litter box into the bathroom, raising it up a couple inches a day, getting them used to the height. Um, both of them are very spry. You know, I don't have any, you know, anytime I walk into a bathroom and one of them follows me and they immediately jump up onto the, onto the toilet, you know, just to get closer to my, my level. So I don't know if that, um, if the spinal thing is an issue, but like you said, they mm-hmm. don't complain about it. Um, but they're both very much willing to jump on top of things. So I think it would just be, um, more of a concern that, while we're in the training process that they um, might deliberately make mistakes and what kind of fallout that might have in the household. If it was just me, I wouldn't care because as far as I'm concerned, you know, I understand that. But I've got other members of the family that may not be as, as generous 
<laughs> with that as I would be. So, you know, yeah, I've, they I've might not clean up it, the duty. But, right. <laughs> and, for well, you. I'm more concerned more about urine than I would be about, about the other. But, um, you know, I, I, I was just curious if you've had experience with other patients and, and patients and, and what types of results. It sounds to me like age doesn't necessarily mean anything as long as you're, you know, um, as long as you're considerate of their of their training process and of their abilities to to get it and to back up a step if you need to, you know, and that kind of thing. And I know it's it's probably a, a good four to six, maybe a few more weeks to know that mm-hmm. that's actually done. Maybe even the the pet psychic could tell me if my cats are even <laughs> remotely interested. Do you, do you think you're going to do it? <laughs> I'm still debating. <laughs> you know, I'd have to say though, you did say one thing that you said when you're in the bathroom, they kind of jump up. So if they're kind of like in your biz when you're doing your biz, yeah. then you know they might be the kind of kitties that will um, kind of see that almost as a um, you know a way to join your your social uh, toilet, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. So so yeah, I, I guess I after hearing that, I might be a little bit more encouraged to try it um but uh yeah i so. just don't want to make any mistakes i i tried the um what is that the, the litter mate once and mm-hmm. without realizing it i had it on the automatic so it scared the daylight out oh. of them and it took me a yeah. while to get them coax them back into using you know i should have had it not on the automatic i should have had it as soon as i know that they've left the room go in and, and turn it on and let it do its thing but i think i scared him off of that. Anyway, I appreciate your time. And your Wait, opinion. send us pictures if it works, will you? Huh? Will you send me pictures if it works? Oh, there's pictures all over the internet that it works, <laughs> and they are hysterical. <laughs> I mean, the videos are just too much, and you just watch them, and you're like, gosh, I really wish that was mine, because I would save so much money. Do you have two time. bathrooms? I have three. Oh, okay. I've got one that would be ideal um, for them, because I could put the litter box in front of the toilet. There's definitely the space for it to, to have that um, that capabilities. So I have thought it through. It's just, I think it's just taking the step. But I wouldn't want to have helpful. to share the toilet with the cat. Right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that we'd want to be sharing the toilet with the kitty, especially if they're... <laughs> don't leave any oh, interesting really? reading so in there. You'll never the toilet that the kitty's using is probably better to leave it at that their bathroom. Yeah, probably there oh, is. Okay. Something to think about, too. I hadn't thought of it that way either. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. I, I love very you guys' good. show. It's so entertaining to listen to. It sure is. Thanks. Thank you for calling today. one 405 8405 And it is like that young lady right there with that call that makes it interesting and entertaining to yes. listen to. <laughs> Listeners like her. Callers like her. We need to head on out of here. one 405 8405 That phone number is open all week long, as well as uh, email. You can email each and every one of us directly from the website at animalradio.com. And check out the website if you haven't seen it yet or friend us on Facebook. Uh, We'll catch you back here for more Animal Radio next week. This is Animal Radio Network.